The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them up out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was in second grade, we moved from a neighborhood called Cooper Young to Central Gardens, where uh, most of the homes were built in the early 1900s, and they were all kind of four squares and so you're really close together and it seemed like every every house or every other house had somebody my age and so I thought it was the most incredible opportunity to grow up um, two doors down uh, was Zach across the street Charles and then three doors down on the other side was Logan and then Sarah and then Russell and Chaz and Warren was a little farther down and so it just always surrounded with all these friends and so as soon as I would get out of school or on Saturday mornings, as soon as I would wake up, I would be out the door and knocking on the door uh, of all of my friends. And, um, and I think my mom, because uh, my dad was working too much and my mom was worn out trying to raise me and my sister, she just let me leave and be gone for the entire day. And then it would be dinner time and I would hear that voice ringing out, John, Ann, it's time to come home for dinner. And of course, this is before there were cell phones. Um, I would come running back reluctantly, and we'd have that awkward family dinner where my parents would ask me to tell them what I did that day. And um, you know how it is, y'all with teenagers, nothing. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> Um, but when I hear this scripture today, that's the image that comes to mind of that voice that is calling me back home. And thinking about how formative and critical it was for me to be out away from my parents to kind of figure out how to navigate life because it was out on the streets and in the neighborhoods that I began to kind of 
realize without that supervision how to navigate friendships, how to de-escalate a fight, how to make mistakes, get in trouble, and deal with the consequences. I figured out how to stand up for my friends when they were being picked on by other people. Um, I realized the kind of how to, how to grow, how to challenge, how to be curious. I had to get away from my parents, and then I had to come back and have that safe place to grow, to process, to be nourished and fed. And so now as um, I have, as Ann and I, we, we re relocated here, we wanted to find a place where kids could run free. And yet I'm finding myself reluctant to let go of Jack wants to be out and kind of riding his bike down the street and, and, and waking up the neighbors. And I'm anxious about that, if I'm honest. I, um, I'm nervous about kind of letting, letting our children run free. And then I read, you know, how, the, you know, as, as, as young people get older, there's almost a kind of failure to launch because they haven't had that freedom and learned how to navigate and how important it is. And yet, I don't want to let go. I want to keep them home. I also hear this scripture as it relates to our common life together around the Eucharist. And I think about what it means to have a place where we gather around a table is that meal that draws us in and what it means to be safe and valued in here. And then yet the importance to go out into the world and to be challenged and to figure out what it means to be adults or to be people of God challenged in the world and, um, and then to come back here and be nourished and fed. And I've been thinking about that a lot, about what it means to kind of a safe place for us to grow. And I, I know that this is the Episcopal Church where you might as well have your name on the pews there. Um, while that is not literally the case, these pews are yours. They have your name on it at this moment. And regardless of what is going on in your life, you are welcome here regardless of what you believe, you are welcome here. And I hear that invitation that CJ often reads at 9, 11, 15 as that voice of the good shepherd of us coming forward and, and, and being welcome in this place. But I also know that being welcome and loved as we are doesn't mean that we're not being challenged to grow. I love that idea that God loves you just the way you are, but that doesn't mean that God's going to leave you where you are. And I didn't say this at nine, but I feel like I need to, to confess to y'all. I am an Episcopal priest, which probably means I have a certain way of saying things. I probably vote a certain way. I'm going to claim that. I have a certain worldview. And yet, part of being honest and intentionally in relationship with people of, of different views is to learn to kind of respect and be stretched and to be challenged. 
in some way that's kind of like going away from my comfortable place. And it doesn't mean necessarily that I change all of the values that I hold true, but I learn to live a little bit more uncomfortably. I learn to sit with competing ideas because that means that I have to leave home. I've got to get out there and I've got to stretch and I've got to grow. But I get to return here to the Eucharist. I get to return to God every week and to rest and to be comfortable and to process that so that then I can go forth and stretch and grow. I think that's the challenge of being faithful is for all of us to go forth and to be a little bit more uncomfortable with where we are in life, to be stretched, to find something that challenges us, to find something that pushes us into those places of discomfort. But the good news is, is the good shepherd invites us home at every moment to come and to rest and to be encouraged and to be renewed and to sit with that discomfort and to know that God is holding us in that place. May we hear the voice of the good shepherd as we gather here. May we become a little bit more comfortable with being discomforted and to see that as an opportunity to grow and to learn how to be thriving people of God. Amen.